0: Bears fans, we've seen it before, and we'll see it again. I mean, at some point, we got to go. What in the actual fuck is going on around here, Andre? Before we talk bears, what's your take on what happened around the rest of
1: the league? Well, I just I think some, you know, some. T- it it it. This was a week of kind of a little bit of crazy. Like every time you get a every once in a while you get a week where it's a little crazy. And you kind of don't know what's going to happen. Like, you don't expect Arizona to beat Dallas. You don't expect uh, Denver to lose by 50 points to Miami. I mean, you saw a 70 burger. Like, is that a college football score? It's crazy. <laughs> it looked that way. Um, you know, and you had like, you know, unfortunately, Green Bay came back and won. So it kind of was like, you know, some tight games, some kind of swings. And then you had the Bears. So that was my opinion. Seeing the early games, I was like, "Okay, well, maybe this is like one of those crazy weeks where something, you know, might happen in our favor." Nope, not at all. It was it was to be expected. I think I expected the Bears to get beat pretty badly, uh, in Kansas City. Just not in this way. This was. I mean, I'll give you a. Your thoughts in a second, but just real quick like I didn't expect it to turn out the way it did, how quickly it did. So
0: I mean, I hate to say it, but this is kind of exactly what I expected in this Mm. game. Um 99% chance that this is what was gonna happen, and a one percent chance that something else was gonna happen. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of the things of we've seen it before as Bears fans, over and over and over again, where there's just a lack of give a shit. They go down 14 early, and you could just see the team deflate, and they look like they didn't want to be there again, right? And we've seen it over and over and over. And now we're at the point of, you know, we, we thought maybe Floos would – complete the season, I am saying that can't happen. I honestly there's two more games before you go into the mini buy. If he
1: doesn't win both of those, he's got to go. So I, I have a different take uh on that. Um surprisingly I'm I'm not as emotional as I was from last the Buccaneers game. Um I think the Bears did play hard. I unfortunately I think they got bombarded by a bunch of injuries. Um, in the game, which is now kind of concerning, um, in general, like we might see like pageant watch might happen because, like, fields I know he completed the game, but um, you know, DJ Moore scored touchdown at the end, he's a little gimpy getting up. I just feel like we we somehow survived. We play, I thought we played pretty like Tremaine Edmonds left, we lost both our corners, um, so. The, it was, the way we lost was compounded by the fact that we got really beat up. And I, But I think they gave good effort. I think they did try to play hard. I think they just – I hate to say it, but Iberflus didn't scheme up. I mean, the Chiefs knew exactly what to do to play against our defense, and it showed. They basically had wide open guys in zones all the time, and it was just really hard to stop them uh and you just can't do that and of course again if you don't pass rush mahomes effectively it, he'll pick you apart which he did
0: uh yeah he absolutely did and i mean so that's
1: that's my biggest thing is i, I feel like the bears and iberflus has to realize that if you keep playing this the team has your defense they've had your defense in indy they've had your defense now and if you don't have the pass rushers like you do at Indy, you're going to have to change things up. You're going to have to be a little bit more dynamic. So defensively, it's it's still pretty bad. But you're going up against Mahomes with all of his weapons back at home. And this is exactly what the Chiefs needed to kind of get the engine rolling, was to play against us, to be honest. I hate to say it, but that's the truth. Offensively, this is where I have more problems. I think at the end of the game, we said – I know we're playing maybe against your second string team, but I kind of said, let's just start running the power run. And I felt it was kind of effective, but our pass game was completely ineffective the whole game. We had dropped balls. Uh, You know, we just, it just, we, maybe to the point, like we got near the end, we did get some demoralized, you know, especially that as soon as that fumble happened with Herbert and they turned around, I was like, Oh man, this is, this is exactly how I felt against what, to be honest, what I saw of this game was very reminiscent to what I saw against Denver and uh, Miami today. I felt like every time Denver tried to do something, they just made a mistake, and Miami just kept crushing them and, and over and over and over. And I was like getting to the point where, like, holy holy smokes, this could be just like that game. Because I felt no matter what we did, we were just killing ourselves. So I'm just glad we get out of here. I knew we were going to lose – I knew I thought we we're going to lose badly. I thought maybe we'd be a little competitive in the beginning. Maybe it will be a a little bit, but it goes to show you, you know, Michael, we're, we're going to probably draft in the top five as is, uh, especially if we keep getting dinged up. It is what it is. Now you got your Eberflus statement here. I think we're going to keep him till the end of the year. Uh, I think we're going to give him the whole year to basically see what happens. But I do think um, there will be judgment day at the end of the year. But I, I kind of think he's going to last the year. And the only reason I, I, I say you got to let him go is
0: because you know you are letting him go. And, and I see your point of letting him finish out the season. The The reason why I think they probably don't do it is who the hell else is on this coaching staff that can step up and be the head coach. I, nobody right there's no one that you can look at and go oh that guy's got some talent they're doing better and maybe they make him the, there's it's not possible right so they
1: have a lot of coaches but I think what what do you gain by cutting the coach
0: at, at this point you, you what do you lose by keeping them right I mean there's nothing that you don't gain
1: well anything you, you might lose way. worse no, yeah, I, think, I, th- I think you lose worse. And whatever hope you have of Justin Fields or this having a productive season potentially or building momentum for next season, you you just basically crush. I essentially
0: getting fired at the end of the season, Justin Fields ain't gonna be here anyway. So you
1: might as well be in the tank of the uh, okay. So let's 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 have that conversation. If you have Justin Fields rolling at the end of the year and you keep the coaching staff, you might go into like a 3-4 win game at the end of the year, just like the Lions did. You might not be good, but maybe you have a little bit of a role, and you you still show Justin Fields' talent. Do you think you have trade value now for him? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So if you give up on him now, and you have nothing, you get nothing for him. So if the Bears want to play poker, you want to look at assets you have on your team to keep building, and you don't want to deflate those assets. So now you have to look at it from a business perspective. Perspective.
0: Well, and and I am, and this is what I'm saying. I mean, even if – so Justin Fields, even if he gets rolling, right? If he gets rolling, you have to start considering, do you bring him back with now another offensive coordinator next year? But to me, what's going to be more important at the end of the season? If the Bears end up with the number one overall pick and have the ability to, to get Williams or May, whoever it turns out the number one college QB is, to me, that is the end goal at this point in the season, already at week three. This team is a disaster. It's worse than last year's team. And that team got the number one pick, right? Yeah. I. And if you're going to blow it up, you, you, if you're going to blow it up and start over, which it looks like at this point you have to do, you might as well
1: let the new coach take the new. But I disagree, I I disagree with that. I don't think you're blowing it up. I think you're just you're you have some I think you have core players on the roster that you brought in that I think are good. I think you have a good young nucleus that you've drafted. It's just unfortunate you had some injuries. So I don't think the Bears the roster itself is worse than it was last year. I can actually tell you for sure. I think the Bears roster is better than it was last year. But the performance is worse. Well, that's that is something you need to be talked about, right? And that's just like there that's something where you have to feel like How are you not getting more production out of a roster? I think is better. Now that's that is an argument to be saying that coaches just don't know what they're doing, and so I think that I think if we keep say if we keep polls, I mean and and really to talk about this now in week three is is just the saddest part. It's not not where we obviously expected to be. I mean, and, and if you tell me the Bears were one and two
0: you know, and they they played two competitive losses and got maybe got a victory last week in Tampa, I'd have been like, okay. I mean, we knew they weren't going to be good. But at this point, I mean, Andre, think about this. The Broncos gave up a 70-burger to the Dolphins and are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Chicago next week. Fox turned off the Bears game at halftime because it was such a disaster. Yeah. Does, I mean how how much worse does it need to it's, get before it could we go? Have, it
1: could have been 70 points against your team like the Broncos. Yeah. I mean so. the
0: KC was on pace for 70. So at this point, what are we doing? We know it's bad. We know it needs to change.
1: So I, I just I just disagree with your like, let's just fire everybody. Why don't we just get high schoolers to play the the game? Uh and that's it. No, I'm not saying I'll oh,
0: get high schoolers to play the game. I, I understand at this point, you're you're. To me, it's already you now. Have we to look are at gonna
1: what you, Michael. The inevit, yeah, the inevitability is, you know, and I know we're gonna have to watch fourteen more weeks of just this. Yep, and, and and you don't. No one wants to see it, but that's what's going to happen. So just get get used to the fact that we're gonna watch. This team struggle for the next 14 weeks. I, right now, I'm hoping we just don't pull a Detroit Lions and have a winless season. And do the, I mean, one way or the other. We're, we're going to sneak a win in. Trendy. It's, really, gonna, it's, gonna it's really hard to have. You know, look it's gonna... at, right, look at, we thought Houston was bad last year, and they were, uh, and they managed to somehow get three wins. Yeah, there's probably one
0: or two wins in here somewhere. I don't don't ask me where they're gonna come from right now, but just like in the I history said, of the NFL. It's there's gonna be a team that has a worse day than us.
1: It it looks really bleak because I feel like we haven't found an identity in the team. The defense is definitely struggling to to rush the passer, it hasn't found an identity, and neither has the offense. And I think once we actually find out what we're gonna be and maybe go all the way back to the basics, like basically. Rip it back down to just a power run game with some just like passing. Um, and like I said, there is a possibility, as crazy as it sounds, that if Justin Fields is just snicked up, I mean, we're on badge and watch. I'm sorry. And I think at some point, if we continue, we are going to see him get some reps at quarterback.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he was inactive this week. And I think if, he was active we might have saw him in the second half yeah
1: there. so i think yeah right so i, I think this is what we're going to start to see at this point i mean right now the offensive scheme the offense itself and justin fields is not giving any chance of an identity or a semblance of winning no
0: and i mean justin fields goes 11 for 22 for 99 yards the offense I mean, it looked disastrous the whole time. Running backs, not named Justin Fields, only get 15 total carries for 69 yards, even though they're averaging 4.8 and 4.4. Like the overall rushing game was 26 carries
1: for 116. I mean, yeah. So I just wanted to say a couple things from the broadcast because I found, I thought a couple astute observations and then I kind of, Uh, a few uh, infuriating observations. So number one, the good things I, well, the the astute observations I saw was essentially saying uh, the bears were a rushing team last year. And Greg said, Hey, maybe you, you don't overcompensate by being too much rushing team and go all the way past. You need to find this balance. I think that was actually a very astute observation. We needed to maybe ratchet up the run more. Maybe these next few weeks we do it more. And then slowly balance out the run pass. So I think we've been like, hey, we can't run Rustin Fields. We want to show Justin Fields can throw the ball and prove all stuff. And it's just not effective. Now, what was infuriating was the fact that there's this belief across all of media that's been catching on that saying Justin Fields needs to run the ball, and that's why the Bears drafted him and he's a running quarterback. And I'm like, no. No, I, I agree with you on that. That the me, Bears that's... drafted Justin Fields not as a running court. He is not Lamar Jackson in college. No, at they all. discovered
0: him last season.
1: They just they just realized that he the only thing that we could do was run the ball with him because he yep. is that athletic. He is not meant to be, nor has in his career that I ever saw before the Chicago Bears someone who pulls down the ball and runs consistently. Now, don't get yep. me wrong. Might escape. Make a great play like that one uh, third down where he's like looking, 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 boom, runs up the field. He's fast. Yeah, you get 10 yards. Basically, quarterbacks these days have and should have the ability to be able to escape. Look at Mahomes. Like, if you can, Mahomes himself, would you say, boy, he gets a lot of yards with his legs. We should just keep running him? No, you don't keep running Mahomes, even though if he wanted to, he probably could be a very effective running quarterback
0: yeah but but that's not what in in this nfl you have to be able to pass the ball it is designed it's just that simple to be able to pass
1: now it doesn't mean you can't incorporate justin field's legs in some read options and maybe a design run or a quarterback draw or something to keep the defense kind of guessing right to throw the defense off but to go ahead and say hey we should have Justin Fields just run the ball. And where is this going on? Like, why are you know, this is why you got him is completely wrong. Yeah. I agree with you there. And and I'll, I'll
0: give Greg Olson kudos on another play. Kansas city had nine guys in the box, put in their super big defensive package. And he goes, this is the play that you want to go play action and take a shot down the field. DJ Moore has single coverage on the outside. What did the bears do run the
1: ball, run the ball, For I think a yard, maybe, yeah. So his counterpart is a moron, whoever the guy that with so Greg Olson actually, since playing football, you know, obviously from the Bears, he he actually has like some observations, is pretty astute. His counterpart is horrible as far as any type of analyzation. You can tell, like, he I don't know if he knows the game versus he just parrots whatever he hears versus him thinking about it, but it's that's that was like I, the, watching the game was horrible. Then listening to these Yahoo's talk and essentially at halftime, you could tell like, why am I still here? Can we go get some beers? Yeah. Right? I mean, like well,
0: Fox, Fox gave you the, the, yeah, like, here,
1: why don't you just go ahead and watch something else for now? So, yeah,
0: I mean, and, and it's one of the things of like, you knew going into this game, the bears chances of winning this game were less than 1%. The bears chances of, being competitive oh, yeah. in this game was maybe what 20%, 25 That's That's why I'm Michael. I'm not really upset about that. No, I'm honest. not. But I mean, it's just a matter of
1: it's it looks you were hoping that maybe they'd hit Mahomes. They make a couple, they may have you know, with the second well, don't get me wrong, the second team defense they had a couple interceptions. In yeah, it's Gabbard, Mahomes. but still, this is the what I'm saying is you need some successes in order to keep to start to win. And even if it's a little couple wins during the game, even though the overall win doesn't happen, this is how we're gonna start to have like this is how you build momentum. You it can't is have but, everything but, being Andre, you can't, like the you second can't have air just sucked to a soul crushed audio, you know what I mean? The second
0: half of this game was effectively preseason football, right? I mean at least the Chiefs are treating it that
1: way. Oh yeah, and I agree. The Bears are cheating it, and I nice, saw so that's why the game went by so quickly was because essentially we're just we we're running the every both teams are just basically running the clock out, which I enjoyed. Yes, thank, thank God for putting us out yeah, of our misery. There, I was like, just please end this thing. But even if it's pre, so even in preseason football, right? You're looking for positives. So if, like, if you watch Hard Knocks, and you see these dudes after a preseason football game that they've lost, and you see them after a preseason football game they won, there is a difference, even though they know it's preseason.
0: Yeah, well, what helps, right? Like, there's always something. But it's preseason.
1: Like- why should they care?
0: It is, but it's still – I mean, they're comp- They're just competitive. So people. that's what I'm right. saying.
1: Even if it's second string and you know the game's over, you're still competitive, and that's how you build success. This is – even if it's preseason, you can still get something positive out of some plays, some things that might work. You're, you're going to – and you get some guys, some reps – you can't. Yeah, I mean, discussion.
0: Sanborn had a nice pick. It was a yeah. well read. He, he saw it coming and and stepped back, made the interception on Gabbert, and good play, right? But I get what you're still, saying.
1: Overall, the scheme it's it's not a big deal, but yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's a thing of okay. He made a nice play. I'm happy for Sanborn. Maybe they found something, you know, with this with him in terms of a uh, strong side linebacker. But it boils down to this, right? If if the reg- we are saying the likelihood that there is going to be a regime change in Chicago, maybe Polls stays, maybe he doesn't. I'm going to say it's right now with Kevin Warren in there. I'm going to give Polls probably a seventy percent chance he stays. But you and I, I think, agree, Fluce and company are gone at the end of the year.
1: Right? I don't know about that. I really I- don't. It, like there's there's there is there's too much football to be played. Let me just put it this way: Do I think Ibra Flues is definitely on the hot seat and it's getting hotter? Yes, but I couldn't tell you he's gone for sure. Because the Bears win the next, like, let's say at the end of the season, they win like seven straight games. Yeah, I. I not, that's so, but to
0: me, that's that's barring a. I'm saying yes, barring a massive turnaround, which to me, getting which, anywhere over five wins at this point would be a
1: massive turnaround. Well, I'm just right. saying we don't, Michael, we don't know the we just don't know. It's too early to say, hey, let's fire the coach at the end of the year, in my opinion. I, I'm saying you have two more weeks. And and that's, that's even if I'm we're 0-5, I'm still not saying that.
0: If we're no. 0 and 5 and this team looks the way it has in the first three weeks, you can't justify keeping him anymore. You can't. I, I get it, it's it's a long season and they may show improvement in it. I just,
1: I just don't see the benefit of cutting a coach a year and a half into his regime, and basically just you have even with a fifteen game losing streak, you have yeah. But the end of the year, who cares? It's the old year. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not adding on losses from last year and this year. You're gonna have a five game losing streak this year, so what? And you're gonna then just cut the coach with nobody to replace him, and so we're gonna win it. We're gonna win what? How many more games? Unless we feel. That the Bears' performance can be significantly impacted by the firing of the head coach. I just don't see the point of it.
0: No, and and this is why I said earlier. I mean, who's on this coaching staff that can so don't fire him? So let's not talk about it until
1: the end of the year. I mean, but let's just. I just say we report on it if it happens. It happens. Like okay, yep, they fired him. Uh, But I, I just don't think. Michael, I, I don't see who they're going to. Luke Getzey, you're going to put him as the head coach? No, I, some, that's my point. You don't have anybody. But at five games, you said you're going to fire him. Yeah, you, know? but because you have
0: to. Well,
1: you so have then who, to. You, So what are you talking about? You're talking about you can't replace him, you, but you, you got to fire him.
0: You got to you got to get rid of him if so who's he's zero and five. Take his
1: place if i bringing weeks.
0: someone off the street. I don't. Oh, give me to. a break. That's you never going to happen. You, know. you have to. Yeah, I think you have to. <laughs> no the, one
1: hires an interim coach from off the street to coach a team. You know that – when has you ever seen that in any NFL franchise? It, something's got to give though, right? Something's well, give. The then, then has to The team has to improve then, or then you you're have talking to go – about identifying a coach member on the staff that's going to replace him. That's what's going to happen. If you fire him, you're going to make someone an interim coach. You're not you, – you can't – you're not bringing in a ringer from out – that just doesn't happen, period.
0: I'm, but at this point, if this team does not show improvement, look, you're saying is possible –
1: Look, I'm just going to give you another example. They didn't even fire Lovey with that horrible season they had until the end of the year. They didn't fire Marietti or Mar- Marinelli. Sorry, they didn't fire Marinelli until the end of the year and 0-16. The, the, the Bears have never fired a coach midseason. So I'm in just their saying, chances, so I'm not, you're, I, just, you're just going to stare, Michael. You might not like it, but you're going to be staring at Ibraflus's face. Even if we're 0 and 17, (laughs) and I know,
0: I know that's the case. Yeah. But this is the problem with the Bears in
1: general. No, this is the problem with the NFL. Like I'm saying, other organizations do the same thing. This is just how football is run. Because in order to get, in order to actually have a, a team in play, right, you're talking about scheme, organization, you just, you, like it you just can't completely go left like you just can't switch up everything in the middle of the week and hope that you're going to be successful football you need you have to have a, you practice the same set of plays over and over again because you have to be able to be good at them even I, if we're not good
0: yes so, we know this we right? know that we know So you're not going to you're not
1: going to if you change if you change out Uberflus which means you now you have no defensive coordinator you have no one to run the defense because you lost your defensive coordinator You have no one to call defensive plays. You're going to look worse.
0: What difference does it make right now?
1: I'd rather not look
0: worse. you kidding me? But that's the point. Can it even look worse?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It can get worse than this. You better believe it. That 0-16 Lions team, I think, is worse than the Bears team right now. That was horrible. Like, they didn't have a chance in any game. And I think we actually can win some games. I just don't know if we're going to win a lot of games. I, I, okay. But this is, this is my point. If we
0: win, how many is some games to you? Three, five?
1: Yeah, maybe five.
0: If the Bears win five games, are you saying keep Eberfluce or not?
1: Don't know. Depends when they, how they win it and when they win it.
0: Okay. I got that. Right. There's some conditions on it. To me, if Eberfluce, gets to five wins this season which is a two win improvement over last year must we must note to me the likelihood of him staying is still very low right at five wins you give I him just the, don't I think know, I agree like, with you I think to me it's one of those I, do I want him gone yes do I think they'll get rid of him in the middle of the season no yeah but I'm looking at it from the perspective of the coaching staff is not effective the quarterback is not effective with this coaching staff, Yeah, which is quite obvious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Justin yeah. Fields, to me at this point, I don't think he will be successful as a Bear.
1: No, I I'd have to say I would agree with you. I right. just don't see a future with the Bears and Justin Fields. It is a shame, but I would agree with you. Right. So at that
0: point, I am now looking into – what is the best possibility to set this team up for success in the future? And that to me is to get as high a draft pick as possible, similar to what happened last year with a new coach, offensive coordinator, and potentially a new GM, depending on if Kevin Warren wants to go that way or not. Yeah. So if you're there, you might as well go all the way in on it, right? And whether or not they make that decision at the end of this game, Michael, but I disagree
1: with you. You don't look at you don't look, it's not all absolutes. You know, it's there is a gray area. You 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 calculate those decisions. Let me explain again. I'll try to get this from a business perspective. The chance of you actually showing valuable assets on the field, because the football essentially is a game of assets, realistically. Right, Because you trade players for value. You have assets from a business perspective. And from the GM's perspective, you have assets. The people who are going to fire the GM and the coach, either the GM or the president, they see the game in assets. The best chance the Bears to show that they have valuable assets is to keep the coaching staff intact as best they can for right now. To hope that at some point during the season, they can show that they have some assets still valuable on this team. Okay. Because at the end of the year, you can then use those assets to maybe improve your team. If you were to deflate your assets now, you lose the build potential at the end of the year.
0: Yes. But the best assets the Bears currently have in their possession are their two first round picks next year. So why not put everything into? making those assets as valuable as possible.
1: What do you mean? They already have Carolina, you can't you cannot you can't control change. that one. Okay, so that's that you can
0: control your own pick.
1: Well I mean you're gonna be to bad.
0: Some you're gonna be bad. But that's what I'm saying right, is, So see what
1: you're saying is tank.
0: i mean, at this point I'm saying tank it. Because yeah, Justin Fields isn't the guy in Chicago. We agree there. So why not go get the number one pick and get the best possible guy? Uh I'm not a I'm not a fan of the tank philosophy. I, I I would hope I, I honestly, I told you at the beginning of the season, I didn't want to be in this position. I wanted the Bears to be playing uh, meaningful games in December, but I have see, seen nothing in these three weeks
1: and during the preseason I, other I, I than maybe
0: save the Titans game.
1: I'm not saying that the Bears will be good and I hear what you're saying. Um, but I just don't I just don't think I want my players in my organization to tank after three weeks. I mean at some point the, the, the conversation I say if you run the season and if you' if you're bad you're bad like that's it like you just say okay we're we're you know drafting the top five it is what it is just like last year last year we could have tanked two we should have we did no we didn't we, we... played hard. No, we we lost. We we organizationally
0: we, it, tanked. That roster was why. Well, yeah, we did, we
1: did we did tank the roster, but the players played their asses off.
0: They did because a lot of those guys knew that they weren't going to be on the roster next year, and they were showing to see if they can. And make so you land think that's else.
1: not going to change this next this year?
0: I think at this point, though. The, you're just going to go to them in the
1: locker room and say, guys, we need you to play horribly so we can tank. We're just going to. N- no,
0: I don't think that's the case. There's ways you can do it. But uh, to me, oh, you, by, play, by, the, you play the young, you play all the rookies and the young guys that you have. There's or, guys or who obviously.
1: Staff, right. Is that what you're saying? So basically. Yeah, just,
0: you organizationally yeah. tank again. Right. You, there's yeah. ways to do it. But okay. it is very obvious through three weeks that whatever message Iberflus is giving to the teams, the hits principle has become the shits principle.
1: I don't yeah. know if it's the like like I said, the hits principle has nothing to do with what you're talking about, to be honest. But that's a defensive principle saying you all you need to get to the ball It has nothing to do with offense or offensive scheme or it's essentially just rally to the ball, right? It's the loafing concept. Um, but we've so, seen we've seen loafs from
0: Claypool repeatedly, and yet he's still. Oh, I, I get it. But
1: I know, but that's the thing that well, that's so yes. So where's
0: the accountability?
1: right? He's, he is, I, I actually, I, I don't know. I think he's played better after that first week, to be honest. I think message received. Um, <laughs> because I so, think at this
0: point he knows he's not on the team next year. Anyway, he's doing it for himself.
1: Well, right? then he's trying to play hard. Like the fine. rest of the guys are. So they're all going to play hard, Mike. I That's why, that's why I think you don't, you just can't go to a franchise and say, you know what we're going to do. We're going to tank two years in a row. Because if you really want to go so, super pessimistic, how is that going to be better for next year or the year after that? Are we just going to be in the same wallowing in the mire and just tank all? When do we stop tanking? When do we, I, we stop sucking? I, no,
0: you you go into next season with a new quarterback, new coach, new OC, and maybe there's some life in that the team can turn around. Right? To me, though, it's a situation of it starts right. You have Kevin Warren, who's now the president of this team. Right? He has been interviewing every single person in the organization in terms of how what can we do to improve. We've talked with folks who've had, you know, firsthand insider knowledge who have said things are feel a little bit different in terms of how the organization is being run. Right. I think at some point, Kevin Warren has to put his stamp on the team and go, this shit is not acceptable. Whether that's now in a couple of weeks or at the end of the season, it's got to happen.
1: No, I think, I mean, I, I would agree with you.
0: And I agree with you in the sense of if we see some improvements over the course of the next, however many 14 games yeah right you go great we've seen some improvements and we got some pieces we can build with or whatever but if you're essentially at the point having the internal conversation of this rebuild is not working justin fields is not the quarterback for us iber flus is not the coach for us you have to start positioning your strategy to at at the whoever well, is going to be i, in charge I would of agree four.
1: so what i think what ends up happening and this is the big depends. So I'll give you, I'll give you my like if I had a forecast based on some conditions. If the Bears, we talked about this. I think if the Bears are in the top five, you, I would agree with you. I say you have to seriously think about okay. We need to reboot again, and maybe we need to get a not a first time head coach. Maybe we need to get somebody who's got a little bit more veteran savviness, and hopefully offensively minded, right? It doesn't mean you're successful. Nothing in this league is successful because if you look at um, Doug Peterson, the Jaguars don't look all that awesome with Trevor Lawrence right now. I mean, they're okay, but I wouldn't say like that is bone, you know, done well. Um, and You can point to other examples. Look at John Payton. Uh, Denver doesn't look exceedingly really good either with Russell Wilson, who was supposed to be really good at some point, right? No, they look terrible. So, Yeah, so what I'm saying is that even if you want to say, let's bring veteran head coach versus first-time head coach, it's still a it's still a the they said it best in the broadcast. You need to have a head coach, stability there, and stability at the head coach and stability at the quarterback. And you can see the Chiefs are actually looking a lot like the Patriots. Right? What are the commonalities? The Patriots always saw success is they had Belichick and Brady. And they can change whatever pieces they wanted. All the players around them, maybe for a few, yeah, it's the same kind of stand together, you, right? You and gotta, you're basically looking at the Chiefs with the same thing. You have a few star players on defense, maybe you've got, a, you Hall coach, you a, you Hall got a Hall of Fame coach, a Hall of Fame
0: quarterback, and a Hall, a Hall of Fame Hall of tight end. F- a Hall of Fame tight end, and the Chiefs have a very good defense this year.
1: Yeah, so they have, it's, it's 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 the formula. Good. It's good enough. Like the just like the Patriots defense was good enough, but the keys like he said that, right? And that was very important. And so that's what the Bears have been lacking since Ditka.
0: Yeah, I mean the Bears a so, save maybe for a couple of games since as long they've as had, I like, a remember. season.
1: And what I'm talking about, you can have a flash in the pan. You can yeah, right? you can
0: always have a flash in the pan, but I mean yeah. And any, we need any to find. NFL analyst, gambler, etc., so anyone who watches the game will tell you if you have the better quarterback, your chances to win are more likely than not. And the no, Bears no,
1: I, I just, have I get that. that now that what I'm getting at though, is that to your point, you just reboot those two things until you get what you think they're right. I, I, so that, that might just have to like, you reboot the coaching quarterback and I just hope that we do it. Like you said, if we're if we're in a position where we have to draft quarterback next year, then we probably have to draft. We have to get a new head to coach for him. It's yeah, just we I, have
0: to I I agree with you. I, and yeah, that's that's where if I. If think... if
1: if Justin Fields, like if you were to take Justin Fields' performance at the end of the year, and basically straighten him out so he performs like this at the end of this year, right? Because the Bears' offense was fairly formidable, even through that losing streak. It was Justin Fields. Well, I mean, that's but that's part of their
0: offense, right? It is, but so okay. So what I'm saying is this: but the
1: defense was horrible. I mean, absolutely awful. And you hire a defensive
0: coach, and the defense is bad, right? Yeah. So that
1: this is the thing that I always go back to when I was talking about Iberflus, is that he we brought him as. So when you just like Nagy, the problem is that we're starting to get a. I'm starting to get a very familiar Nagy vibe right now. Unfortunately which is I don't – your job is to make this side of the ball, this is what your specialty is, and when it doesn't improve or it looks even a little bit lost after a period of time, you start to think ah. – so this is why I honestly think – Yeah, we didn't see it with Nagy. I mean,
0: the one well, time we th- actually when- saw it even you know, in glimpses was in the Tressman era, right? Tressman was an offensive coach. And, and offense the looked- offense looked pretty good. The rest of the yeah. team was a total dumpster fire. Yeah, I'm not fire. here
1: to talk about the Trestman era. No, uh, but
0: it's, it's giving me familiar vibes aside from the fact that the one thing that this head coach was supposed to be able to do was to play good defense and give good effort, which they did effort-wise last season. I haven't seen it so much this year, but the defense to me has – on paper, the talent is better, but the performance has regressed. I,
1: I, but I, also think that there is just an element of bad luck in here as well. I think like I, there, we, there may be, but oozing, that's the NFL. Yeah, I, I understand. Well, I know, but I mean, listen, if you, <laughs> but that's part of it. Like you, you, you have to base your performance on the players, and if you're, if you don't have your, your best players playing all the time, your performance is going to drop. Even if it's the NFL, I don't care. Like when. There are just some team. Look at Burrow, him not playing. You think the Bengals are just going to say, "Well, we just got to play the game"? No, they're not going to be as good. No, they're they're just not not going to perform. So if you if you have like, look, here's another example. The reason why they lost to Detroit is because their two best players on either side of the ball didn't play that game. So we can't say, "Oh, we just got to play football." No, without their best players, you just don't play as well. Without the, and it's unfortunate because the Bears need. This is the difference. On a bad team, you need everybody to be there. If you lose a, even one or a few of your starters, you you drop off more quick because you just don't have the reserves, right? And you don't have the superstars to carry that gap when you lose a Chris Jones and you lose a Travis Kelsey because with those guys playing, there's no way they lose to Detroit.
0: No, I agree with you there, and, and but the Bears are nowhere near.
1: I know exactly. That so when you lose a few starters,
0: oh, it you looks like really,
1: that's what, I'll, that's what I'm saying. That's the, yeah. that's the unlucky part right now. Yeah. Because we're but, really not seeing the Bears at full strength. And so we're the the image of what this team could be. That's why I'm not giving up on the season. Because I think when Tevin Jenkins comes back and when, Brad, when we start getting like our, our starting offensive line and we start getting our starters back into play, hopefully, knock on wood, because I feel like we're just dropping more off like flies. Um, we're going to need just more injuries. Um. I think it's caused us to have this really stuttering start. In the coaching staff hasn't helped us. Like it they, hasn't, and yeah. and it's a matter of
0: can we get some improvement throughout the season? I think that's that's. I'm at the point of
1: yeah, I, I'm looking. I don't, looking, we need I don't to get see an identity. It, so that's the thing. I want to see if the Bears get an identity. Dude, what are what is this team? How do we play defense well? How do we play offense well? Look, what are what are we about? And we haven't found that yet. Hopefully next week against this is an opponent in Denver where you can maybe find, you you know, you maybe, maybe you can find these things out because they're not going to just beat the pants off you if you if you make a couple mistakes. No, I think it's actually two
0: somewhat evenly matched teams at this point. So, yeah, we'll look we'll look
1: ahead to next week
0: and see what happens. But, yeah, bears, you know, give up a 40 40 burger to KC, Yeah, one to 10. And And those 10 were pity points at the end really looks bad again. So on that note, Andre, there's, we can go around and around talking about how bad this team looks right now.
1: Ultimately, Michael, we we
0: need, I, you're at the point of, we need to see more. I'm at the point of, I think I've seen enough. Yeah. And well, otherwise, I mean, do I even watch any more games? Right. Well, well, this is, we we were addicted. We talked about this last week, right? Like we we, were, we're just addicted. So on that note, we will be back in the middle of the week.
1: Yeah, we'll check on injury report. Right? Injury report. See what injured. else
0: comes out of this whole Allen Williams craziness. Which some new news has come out, but I'm not gonna. I don't want to speak to it just yet until we get some more details.
1: Yeah, we'll wait to We'll wait till Wednesday, Thursday.
0: So middle of the week, we'll be back to talk to you guys again. We'll preview this game against the Broncos and see where this team is at. And right now, to me, not so good. At least Andre sees some potential. And on that note, Andre, it's time to say goodbye to the people.
1: See ya.